0: Before we begin our episode, did you know podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast today. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at hipcast.com. Fyi, uh, Nicolas Cage's people they got back to me and they they are they are thinking about. Fyi, uh, Nicholas Cage's people they got back to me and they they are they are thinking about that old man Superman movie that we are gonna pitching to them. So
1: fingers crossed, guys.
2: Fantastic, I'm
1: in. Yeah. <laughs> that has my money like three times over.
0: Elijah Woods people told us to go somewhere else. I don't want to tell you and it wasn't the Shire. So to go,
1: <laughs> to go F myself.
0: Well, if you want to <laughs> put it that way. Yes, exactly what he said. Uh,
2: Let's be honest. What's that guy doing that he can't well, be in he, this?
1: He he produced Mandy so he made quite a bit of money off of... Maybe he just wants to produce. Maybe he'll produce the old man Superman movie. Well, I'll give our producers credit. Jesus Christ, if that's what he
2: wants. Yeah. And D.Va. He's the only talent in the whole movie. Give him whatever credit he wants. Yeah.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. All right. Um, now now, you're talking with Stallone. Stallone, what uh, do you call it? Territory here. He's notorious for that.
1: All right. Where he wants wants the writing credit. And all of his fucking movies. Yeah.
2: Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, written by Sylvester Stallone, directed by Sylvester Stallone. Craft Services, Sylvester
0: Stallone. Yeah, that was probably one thing that Sylvester Stallone should have probably kept his name off of, but, you know.
1: Craft Services? No, overall, (laughs) the whole thing overall. Stop or My Mom Will Mm -hmm. Shoot, Estelle Getty?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Did you 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 ever see Oscar? That was pretty fucking bad, too.
1: Yes,
0: yes. That was bad. There was another one that was pretty crappy itself. What was it? Judge Uh, Judge It wasn't Demolition, man. Judge Dredd.
1: (laughs) Judge Dredd was great.
0: (laughs) Debatable. For for Rob Schneider. For Rob Schneider's career, because, you know, after that, he got The Animal and, uh, what's the other one? Hot Chick. Uh,.
1: Hot a bunch of meat.
2: Uh, he was Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Twice. Um, <laughs> right.
1: And he was Twice. Deuce Bigelow, European gigolo. There you go. <laughs> Did you say steak? I said mistake. No, I said mistake. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Damn,
2: that's a huge bitch. <laughs>
0: All right. All right, here we go. we got to play <laughs> ourselves into this. Um, shit, you know, we didn't do a cold open. Oh, well, this is the cold open now, and boom.
3: Keep it nerd or nothing, yeah, you know that is our motto And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow Got the host with the most, he got moves like he's Star-Lord All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars Far more content than you could even ask for Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot pass? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb, cast it, and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts. Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb, cast it, and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast. Keeping it nerd, number one podcast.
0: You're listening to Keeping It Nerd. Welcome, everyone, to another issue of Keep It Weekly, a weekly installment of Keeping It Nerd, where we go over last week's nerd news. As always, I'm your host Vince Mustaho, and I'm joined today by my two co-hosts. Guys, take it away.
1: Oh, I'm I'm Anthony. I'm at Mercant uh, on almost anything. I'm back again. This is this is two consecutive shows, and. Uh it's We're rec- recording to you uh, live from our personal homes, so that's it.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jeremiah. Anthony, I have just got to commend you. We are putting together a Cal Ripken-like streak here, two in a row. <laughs> two, we got like 2,000 2, plus to go, but uh, we're going to get there, buddy. Me and you.
1: <laughs> Cal Ripken. Wow. Baltimore Orioles. But some Baltimore, or you're you're more than just wrestling trivia. We we just got to we got to put in some MLB trivia, which is great. Uh, season's about to end, but um, I'm looking forward to some more baseball trivia here.
2: Oh yeah, this baseball season's been quite sad. <laughs> if you're a
1: Giants
0: it fan,
2: it has been. Brutal. If you're a Giants fan today, some heads were rolling.
0: Yeah. Well. You, well, I know obviously it's not nerd news, but Bobby Evans is going to be gone.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. See, there you go. Now we got <laughs> somebody. Somebody's got to be the fall guy. He, he he is the sacrificial lamb. He had his head on the blocks up there in Winterfell, and Old Ned gave him a nice swift chop to the back of the neck, sent that head tumbling down the hill, and now we got uh Yeah, we're going to put together the new front office. I'm excited.
0: Time to spend some money. Thank goodness. On the right players, actually. Let me rephrase that. Don't spend money, but let's let's get some right personnel.
1: (sighs) You know what? I think we can can... go back to 2012 or 2014 (laughs) or 2010.
2: We don't need to, guys. We have the future. You know, the way we put together that theoretical Superman movie last week, we could do the same thing with a baseball team. It's just like casting a movie, right? Putting together all the right
0: parts. Pretty much, pretty much. You just have to, you know, insert a lead, a lead a pitcher, and then you need a supporting cast. So you need like a, a catcher, right. A manager. God, you actually need a
1: whole new team. So you just need talk about them, right? Well, I, if I would, I would pick. Oh, sorry, Jeremiah. go ahead.
2: <laughs> oh no, I didn't raise my hand here, but I was going to say. Oh um, yeah. Well, I mean, we can look at a just a myriad of of movie. All stars here. Like, I guess we take Brandon Frazier, right? Probably as our starting pitcher, since he's the only one who pitched a a, a perfect eighty-one game. pitches. Um, yeah, twenty-seven up, twenty-seven down, eighty-one pitches, all of them strikes. Amazing.
0: And then our closer would be Ricky Vaughn. Wild thing, wild yeah, thing. There you go.
2: Yeah, you you bring him out yeah. of the bullpen, of course. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and then you have your middle relief of probably Henry Rowan Gardner, right? Just in case.
2: Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm I'm smelling a, an episode concept here for when things are a little bit dry, so maybe we put a pin in this one. Hey, yeah, right. All yeah. right,
0: we're going to put a... We- <laughs> Maybe we could do it in October, you know, because it's going to be like postseason baseball and
1: for, oh yeah, for for World Series for the World Series. Yeah, we can. Could- I like All, all, all star celebrity or like every baseball movie, ranging from The Sandlot to The Natural to Rookie of the Year to Brewster's Millions to, a, because you know a yeah. league of their own. Yeah, <laughs> Brewster's Millions for like, sure. Oh man, uh, Benchwarmers. Gosh, we we've we've got quite a bad news bit, bears. Right? Field of dreams. Yeah, oh, bad news bad bears. News of course. Bears.
2: Yeah, I want the kid eating fried chicken sitting on the toilet. That guy's my number one. <laughs> like
0: can we can we make sure we don't have uh, <laughs> we don't have um, anyone from Major League Part Three? The
1: back to the yeah. miners <laughs> with Scott Bakula yep. was it Scott Bakula? Yes. It was Scott Bakula. It was Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Little did they know that. Okay. Was well, player. anybody out there?
2: Anybody else out there wants to give us their their opinions? Rudy, I know we got Sean out there. We got some baseball fans out there listening to these shows. Oh, let us know yes. who do you want on your team. Give
0: us your give us your yeah. movie all-stars and we'll, we'll go ahead and uh we'll dissect we'll dissect them uh, put together a team. actually that'll be fun. All right, everyone. That's going to be our everyone the listener homework for uh, October. Uh get us get us uh, some of your baseball uh, your baseball picks. Baseball picks, right? Yeah. Um for making yeah. the best you, uh, <laughs> wait and you can't use any angels from the angels from the outfield you could use the angel players but you can't you can't say like, oh I want the angel that was yeah. with Tony Danza
1: like no you can't do that right I'd, I'd, I'd want I would want Danny Glover as our manager though
0: because
1: oh, wait, wait wait you'd want him leader.
0: over uh what's his name for a major league
1: uh, ooh Lou Dobbs man I like that guy a lot <laughs>
0: he didn't put up with anyone's <laughs> shit that was the best part that's why I would keep that's why I would want him
1: or, or, or maybe or maybe you put uh, Danny Glover as one of the first base coach or third base there coach. There you go. Hitting coach, maybe. You know. I
0: mean, I think at one time yeah. he, uh, I think he hit the what I call it, Gatorade uh, dispenser with the baseball bat in the movie. So there you go. He could be a hitting coach. <laughs>
1: there we go we can move you can we can move coaches around because keanu reeves was a baseball coach in one of his films yeah, too there you go, hardball so hardball yeah and you can you can kind of move him over too you can make him catching coach mm-hmm. Or catcher's coach okay all right we, we can't go, we, are, we, let's yeah. not
0: let's not let's not <laughs> divert from our uh, our you know our mission here uh which is getting our objective which is, uh, getting everyone some uh, up to date with uh weekly well last week's uh, nerd news and what what, what our thoughts were um. actually anything new with you guys since the last time, uh, weekly, which was last week, or actually this week? It was like, call it. That was oh. actually,
1: believe it or not, that was four days it ago. Was. Well, in our time, it was four days ago. <laughs> so, um I don't know. Nothing, nothing new. What about you guys? Well, besides Jeremiah's uh, clearly stating that the
0: Giants were sucking it up, and you know, yeah, and we lost Jimmy G for the season.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, brutal. They, 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 so they do convert. They confirmed it today. Yeah. See, I, I, I wasn't even wanting to pay attention just because I, I, I was just so upset about yesterday. You're in denial, but you—that was great. I was, I was in denial. I lost in my fantasy matchup, and I, and I lost my quarterback. <laughs> Real quick, I know we shouldn't be talking about all
0: this sports stuff on on a, on a you know nerd culture pro- uh, bo- uh, podcast, but. Jeremiah, you see that? I finally got my first win in the Fremont League. That's right. Time, hey, time to roll on.
1: Congratulations. Oh man. Is is the is your Fremont is that the the Fremont League the one with the championship belt or uh no, this is this is the league where I come in dead last
0: every year because I suck. Okay. I <laughs> uh, it's an auction league. I blow all my money right in the first two or three players, and obviously I spend my money on the wrong players. Um, case in point this year oh
1: it's one of it, Oh, it's a it's the, one of those leagues where you have to dive you have to kind of budget is it you have to budget oh, for yeah, your players yeah, yeah, I'm the worst oh, I, shoot. I am the worst <laughs> I am the worst at it
0: um, this year I spent a boatload of money on uh, Kareem Hunt and uh, Leonard Fournette and Leonard Fournette has been out the last two games so good job Vince the
1: last two games
0: last year I spent my money yeah. on Odell Beckham alright another round of applause it's right.
1: it's been it's been tough. It's been Dude, tough I mean, but Fournette could come back. Yeah, yeah He could yeah. come back. Um, I have I have faith that he'll come back th- this week. Yeah,
3: I mean, it, it's, it's still early in the
1: season. I was
2: going to say you must have him also. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, if, I mean, this, the the history can go into another podcast. I'm telling you, Anthony, I've been in this league for was it seven, eight years now. Jeremiah, is that what we determined the last time we uh, when we drafted? Like, this has been an eight year league.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's an eight year keeper league and I'm pretty sure seven out of the eight times I have finished dead last, and I keep on getting the weekly <laughs> award of the guy who scores the lowest points. It's effing horrible. <laughs> the one year I didn't come dead last, actually, is uh, is uh, is, uh, what do you call it? is because there was a guy who did way worse than me, and they actually named the award for the worst, uh, we're having the worst weeks after that guy, and now I keep on getting that award every week. <laughs> You know what? I,
2: oh my gosh, it brings me so much joy.
0: I'm scared that even though I got, I won, I won this week. I might not. Oh no, no, I, no, no there's no way that could happen. I was, about, I was about to say, like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure if I won this week, I still might get low points. But no, that can't happen because the person lost to me.
2: <laughs> no, you points. beat at least one. There's somebody who's got lower than
0: you. Oh god, but yes. Anyways, uh, let's uh, let, let's move forward. Move, press on, press on. Let's go. Let's let's uh, let's talk some their news, guys. Oh, actually, no, wait, that was uh, Jeremiah. Anything new with you?
2: Uh, no I'm ready for new news let's, let's go. go let's do this all
0: right um, so obviously the big thing last week was the big reveal of a captain Marvel trailer um, everyone saw it um, I think how many how many millions upon millions of people saw that um, that, that trailer uh, the trailer I think it's one, get one, one million hits or something like that it was is no, some-
2: I saw 30, 37 million views so far. I think.
0: Okay, well, I was off trailer by thirty six million, so you know, not really good at math. Obviously, you know that because I can't spend my money for shit in that auction league. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, so thirty seven million hits on the new Captain Marvel trailer, and what I mean, we've been waiting, waiting for all this time. Uh, we, we got little teasers here and there, and is it last Tuesday? Finally, they they released they released a nice two minute trailer. Um, guys, what did uh, what did you all think of it? Actually, yeah, before before we, we we dive into that, I'm gonna watch it one more time. I'm gonna make it 37 million and one times to watch this this trailer. And uh, let's say I don't watch it. Oh, so it's. I mean, I, guys, you guys have a problem with me watching it again? With you guys, just listen to me? No, no, go right oh, yeah, ahead. Great. Cause I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it anyways. I didn't give a shit if you guys do it. <laughs> God, I love the blockbuster nod right there.
2: Is there anything more nineties?
0: Didn't think about that. he's Young Colson. Good God, all my age. I went six at midnight, anyone else? You know, no. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, uh, um, I did, but it was at a very specific point. It was when she punched the old lady in the face. Is that weird?
0: <laughs> Actually, it's, that's not weird. Actually, that's where I I also uh, turned the clock on that one as well.
2: <laughs> Grandma punching just does it. It does something to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am who I am, guys. I can't
1: no it. judgments. Hashtag grammar punching. It it doesn't give us a, an indication of of when in the '90s, but uh, the fact that the I, I think the first clue that you see with uh, the blockbuster it was the the five nights, <laughs> five three videos, five nights for nine. I believe it's nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine. The promo, um, yeah, the promo. I, I want to say this puts it around '94. Nineteen ninety four. The only reason I remember that is because I worked for Blockbuster for, for a good three. Okay, and a half. so you, so you have some
0: <laughs> actually in, uh, intel on this. You actually have some insider information to
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking it actually takes place in '94 between '94 and '95, because uh, it was uh, during the training video that the um, my training that I had to do. We had to watch those old videos where they talked about those promos and the. And the training video was made in at the end of 94 and the beginning of 95.
0: <laughs> I'm actually hoping they'll have in one six. of those
1: training videos playing
0: in the background
1: as, a, th- after the plane dear.
0: crashes or her ship crashes into it.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a ton of detail in this. What it? How long is the trailer? About a minute or two yeah, about minutes? Of two minutes. There's yeah, there's a ton of detail. Yeah, there's a ton of detail. And then I, I know the the Marvel Studios has said that they weren't gonna do a full on origin story, but it, there's a there's all these flashback scenes as you get toward the middle of the trailer that that kind of indicate otherwise that it's probably you're you're watching two different timelines take place. Where it's probably before she gets her powers, and then after she gets her powers, and they kind of converge on that one point where, because I, I believe that that point where she's she uh, she comes down to Earth with the Star Force uniform is when. You, that's where the the action first picks up and that's where you get more of of how the storyline and and how the pacing of the movie is gonna go
0: yeah at, uh, so. there's that point when she's at the subway station right she's like uh, kind of looking around yeah. with a kind of like a yeah. amazement and wonder like going, oh where am I I'm not I'm not in Kansas anymore where the hell is she was supposed to be from Cre I'm not in Cree anymore so
1: yeah um, Right, and and we've we've never, I, I don't think in in the the Marvel Studios movies in the MCU, we've, we've actually never seen the, what the Kree homeworld looks like, so it's it's pretty interesting to see that they got they got a, a, a little bit, like uh, and and I I was trying to get my mind away from this, but I. Um, I was trying to differentiate, but I got a little bit of the femme vibe from it because it it is Captain Marvel, and then she's it's a it's a female character that's leading the movie. So
0: yeah, speaking of that, I, I actually like the the little uh, shot where they had her and they said hero, so that was actually pretty cool. Like shout out to like you know girl power and uh, that whole movement. But um, what, well, what else, what else did you guys notice? Besides, obviously, some things, Jeremiah.
2: Let me tell you, Ant, you put this at 1994. That may be totally accurate. I was thinking maybe 93 because Sam Jackson looks like classic Jurassic Park face Sam Jackson in this thing. <laughs> he is looking young and slick and has two eyes. And he is like, he's looking good. That um, The CGI that they're able to pull off to... To roll back time on these guys is, is getting pretty darn good. And he,
0: and he has both of his arms, because, you know, in Jurassic Park, his arm was bitten off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if we're, if we're going to... Wow. Yeah, you know. and the, this was five years before a, a shark ate him. A- in half. that's right.
2: Oh, true.
1: <laughs> a shark ate me!
2: Man, he is really sacrificed for the crap, you know? He's... he's
0: been, I mean, I can't think of any movie out there that he, he's not... Mentioned or he's not in.
1: So, yeah. So, um, how- which is which is interesting to note, just because he'll actually be the first actor to appear in three consecutive Marvel movies, back to back to back in one year. So I think that's huge. Which is Captain Marvel, Avengers, Captain Marvel, then, uh, Avengers uh, Home Four, Home, or Far From and Spider Man, Spider Man Far From Home. Yeah. So. That's he is he has just been t- super busy.
0: He's been crushing it. Well, I mean he's he was well, he took that little break after Winter Soldier, like he wasn't in anything anymore. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, he had that little brief cameo in in Age of Ultron, right? And then yes, and then that was it. We never yeah. we never heard from him again. N- not not, not even in Black Panther. There you know, you think you he w- you would have seen him like kind of like give a heads up, like hey, yeah, I know about this place in uh, like, Mount Wakanda. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think he expressed that he he wished he was actually in that movie.
1: Right. And so that would actually make it four consecutive movies that we've seen Samuel L. Jackson. Oh no, wait. Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. Never mind. I, I, I totally I totally forgot that 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 came out after Avengers 3. And, That's I, okay.
0: Everybody
2: yeah. forgot that came out. You're fine. Yeah, it was I think that
0: was just a poor <laughs> poor planning by Marvel. Just to release that movie after, there's such a big blockbuster like mega hit. Not to say that Ant-Man and the Wasp wasn't good. It's just like, you're, it's like you're coming on after the Beatles. Like who, who, who the hell are, who, who the hell are these guys coming on stage? Like I don't know. They're not the Beatles.
1: <laughs> but to Ant-Man and the Wasp's credit, though, it was it did, it did provide a, a nice light. Uh, Distraction from the imminent snap that took place. And then and, and, the bleak uh, hole and, and in my heart that that movie left is basically the, what the, you're saying. Yes. That, the, the snap didn't take place until after that part. But I mean, it ties everything together because the last you see of Ant Man is in the quantum realm and then there's that last bit in the Captain Marvel trailer where she's powering up, and a lot of that energy that she's powering up with looks like the Quantum Realm energy that Scott was, was tasked to to obtain. So I think you get a little bit of the tie-in there. Yeah, which is, which is good. Um, the,
0: actually, what do you guys think of the, the Kree? Uh, not the Kree, the, the squirrels that they had in the movie. Accurate to what what you've seen in the books?
1: Oh, I mean, uh, sorry. Yeah,
2: I mean, I'm not nearly as familiar as you guys are. Like, I don't read nearly as many comic books as you guys do. But from what I've seen, it looks fairly accurate. I don't know. I think uh, it'll be an interesting introduction. Actually, I have a question sort of piggybacking on that. So that storyline is fairly recent, right? Like over the last decade or so are you talking
1: about are you talking about the secret invasion
2: yeah yeah like captain marvel as being sort of a a primary character with their own book and then the secret invasion story. like those are both fairly recent from
0: what i kind of like yeah within the last 10 years or so
2: yeah 2012 ish, something like that do you think that now for all these other characters are you know have been part of the zeitgeist for a lot of them, you know, 20, 40, 50 years more longer. Um, do you think that that this character will play well without having that, deep, like that deep backstory and history of interaction with the other characters?
1: You're
0: asking that question to us, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
1: Uh, no, no. I, yeah, well, I, I think. Oh, oh sorry, Vince. No, go ahead. no. Go ahead. I think with the the um the fact that the the MCU and Marvel Studios they've they've done so well with characters that aren't as popular as some others that um that's kind of forced them to go let's 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 flesh this out and actually make an interesting story out of it whereas if you did have and this is where I, where I I think if if uh, Kevin Feige and if if they had it was originally Paramount. If they had like the whole MCU built around the X-Men, it probably wouldn't be as successful today because I think by not having X-Men, it opened up uh, other characters like Ant-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I, I think if they, they just continue the this, this streak that they're on right now with good storytelling and good, good writing and good pacing with the film... I feel like Captain Marvel, as a standalone and as a uh, as kind of a segue into the next phase, so to speak, it's, it's actually going to be really good. And plus, it's it's the movie that leads directly into Avengers Four. So, you, just, I mean, I, I'm not complaining about that either.
0: Um. Well, I I just thought I'm thinking to myself that this movie. Is is you don't need to have a perfect like a straight up origin movie, like like you said. We're seeing like little glimpses of flashbacks here and there, and Anthony was right that since Marvel was didn't have the X Men properties under their belt, they were they were forced to uh, look look other look in other areas, see other heroes that people aren't aren't so familiar with. They did it with the Guardians of the Galaxy and and Wasp, Um, and it proves. You know, with good writing, you know, uh, you know,
1: proper casting, uh, a good, you can, and a good director, a also, good director. Um,
0: you know, you can, you can make these these uh, these franchises can be successful. I mean, I don't know who, in, in my head, I don't know what studio can't you know see the success and replicate it. I mean, I, nothing comes to my mind. It's like, it seems like it's so easy that any studio out there <laughs> should be able to just see this formula. <laughs> And replicate it, and if, especially when you have such a vast array of players in front of you, people that are familiar with the product, it should be very simple. I mean, that that that's just my take. I don't know. Is there a studio out there?
2: You sure you're not thinking of you're not thinking of any specific studio vids because it seems like maybe you're thinking of someone specific.
0: Uh, well, you know, was, well, there was Image when I mean, they tried to do Spawn. I guess that was. That was poor.
2: I don't think that's it. No? Um
0: well Hellboy did did okay. I did not bad. I mean they're rebooting it. But I'm not sure what other studios may be out there. I just can't take a hint. Not a clue. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh every time I'm gonna sneak it in there. That's just for you, Rudy. <laughs>
2: Uh, I know you know I was actually texting him earlier today and he was praising us for not bashing DC quite so much on the last
1: episode yeah well you know and was it Lionsgate is it Lionsgate it is Lionsgate they just can't seem to get yeah they just can't seem to get their horror franchises right is that is that what it is speaking of
0: speaking of horror franchises I was, I was watching uh, The Mummy with uh, Tom Cruise uh, earlier earlier today oh man Ugh, god
1: did you did you make it through the whole film? I had
0: 30 minutes I had the last 30 minutes to watch still. But, okay.
1: Uh just just stop right there and just be happy with it.
0: <laughs> and then I mean I uh, am I even happy with it up to this point? I don't think so so, so I th- well,
2: now uh, remind me was this uh, Scientology propaganda or was this an actual movie I it was an actual
1: movie <laughs> oh
2: wow I had no idea <laughs> <Interesting>.
0: uh, <laughs> anyways uh, back to, back to the movie uh, back to the trailer Captain Marvel it's coming out in March uh, another thing that I was so actually happy to see in this trailer was uh, we didn't we didn't know what her costume was gonna look like then, then we saw some stills that she, she her costume was gonna be the classic red white oh, i sorry red blue and gold. But we were unsure if she was going to have like the the mask, the little headpiece, you know, with, with the mohawk and everything. But this trailer, you know, yeah, answered it, that for us, and
1: she did with the. But but it's it's with the Star Force team. It is with the Star Force team,
0: yes. But it's I mean I, yeah. I still think it's it's still nice at least nod like oh hey yeah, good you're you know yeah. you kept close
1: to it and and once again and we're gonna get the mohawk and we're gonna get the mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I always thought was pretty cool when whenever Captain Marvel was mentioned anywhere was just Carol Danvers with the Mohawk helmet. Yeah.
0: I'm actually I'm looking you, at the, I'm injury. looking at my figure right now and uh you've got the yeah. Mohawk uh, Mohawk head uh alternate on.
1: I, I always thought that was pretty cool. When it, like especially when you're watching Earth's mightiest heroes on the on the Disney channel, when you when, like, with those episodes when you have when they brought in um uh Captain Marvel and it just her coming in with that Mohawk helmet, was just is always awesome to see. So I'm glad they, they kept it up, but I'm wondering if it's just going to be limited to the star force team or if she's actually going to don it with the, with the suit that we're used to.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm hoping they'll be the suit that, you know, we're used to, but if not, like I said, I won't be too broken up about it. Uh, we did see though her star force team and we did see that there was, uh, in some of the stills, there were there was a meeting with Ronan and Marvel and the other gentleman that was in the Guardians movies. I'm forgetting his name though. I was oh, just Juman- trying to
1: think of his name. Are you talking about Jaman
0: Hansu? Yeah, yeah. But whatever his character, his name was in the Yes. So he's actually yeah. he's part of the Star Force. I'm thinking. I'm wondering if yeah. in this movie you'll see you'll see them turn for them to be you know. The, the villains that they became in Guardians, because obviously they're right. like they seem to be working hand in hand, and we the, then all of a sudden like there's, there's obviously a turn, and later on you find out like oh well these people are now bad, and I just want I'm just hoping they'll uh, kind of like, clear that up or at least you know connect those dots.
1: I mean, you can't I mean mm-hmm. you can't have them in there and not. It's it just kind kind of where where they split off because um because they. It- if I recall correctly, Ronan the—you talking about Ronan? Like Lee Pace is Ronan, right? So I know Ronan in the comic books has been a friend and a, and a foe to the Avengers at, at different times of of uh, the comic uh-huh. books. So I wonder if we're gonna see—he's a face to begin with, and there's a heel turn toward the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's that's a, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping they'll be able to answer that. Like there's there was you know a moment in the movie where they had to choose no or decide something very you know, big and all of a sudden they're going, nope, that was the wrong decision and they didn't like it and obviously it causes, caused such a divide amongst the team.
2: And, you
1: know. Yeah,
2: like like playing the part of Shawn Michaels to Captain Marvel's Marty Janetti. Here comes the super <laughs> kick right through, right
1: thrown through the, through the right barbershop twice. window. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, you definitely have to connect those dots. If you're going to show them in the trailer, you... You definitely have to put that piece of
0: the story together
1: so I could
2: see right,
0: I, I could see it now so Captain Marvel is in the barbershop chair because she's getting her mohawk worked on and then here comes Ronan. super kick right there sweet chin music right to the face <laughs> and then that's it and that's and that he, he kicks her so hard that she flies into earth and that's when she lands into that uh, blockbuster
2: and crashes through a blockbuster that's There amazing. you
0: go uh,
2: well done see well
0: I think done. I just I think I just there you go um, like I said with the last episode how I, how I thought Batman was gonna be like I'm doing it for Captain Marvel right now that's what happens she's getting a badass mohawk done in uh, on the planet of Kree and here comes uh, Ronan and he just sweet shit music right to the face she spins all the way across the galaxy right into the blockbuster then shit ensues there you go I wrote it <laughs> So good. Spoiler alert! I forgot to tell you. If we can
1: get, if we can get uh, Ronan in in some of the vest that Shawn Michaels would wear, like the the little mirror pieces that were on his vest, that'd be pretty cool. I want him to do the pose. Actually, (laughs) we get that. We get the mullet. If he gets a mullet, like how Shawn Michaels did like 91 92 oh my god well to be honest that
2: headpiece that he wears kind of looks like a mullet really it's yeah kind yeah of business on top and party in the back you know
1: perfect see look at that oh i think there you go guys i think yes yeah. just- and you just have you just have sensational Sher- sherry in the background singing his theme music
2: <laughs> oh see i thought i liked it better when he sang it so i think if he oh. just sings sexy boy as ronan i think that'd be perfect <laughs>
1: And then, uh, and then Carol Danvers, she comes back as a uh, like years later as as uh, Kurt Angle to Shawn Michaels, and she just I'm just a sexy Kurt. <laughs> We're getting our wrestling quota filled right now. I'm right yep, we are. We are. Okay. Right, okay. Let's
0: let uh, let's, uh, let's, back get, let's get back on track here, and let's actually move on to the next thing. Well, actually, real quick, how excited now after seeing that trailer are you to watch this movie? Uh, one to ten, Jeremiah.
2: Uh, I'm pumped. Give me like a nine. Mm. It looks good. I, her powers look awesome. The story looks compelling. Um, and it, having it be a character that I'm not particularly familiar with, um, I think you're right. I think they're just, they're going to pull off the same, the thing they did with, you know, with Black Panther, with Guardians. With, I mean, they're, you're right. They've taken a litany of characters who were sort of tangentially part of the sort of public consciousness when it comes to superheroes and, and made them, just amazing super compelling movies I I think they're going to do the same here. so yeah I'm excited
0: Anthony how about you Uh,
1: I'm going at a a 10 just because uh, I know that this will reveal a lot more what's going to lead into because I wasn't very happy with Avengers 3 and um, and so just having this as the lead-in and, and being able to connect some more of what's to happen and hopefully we get a glimpse of what happens as as Captain Marvel comes to save the day or we get some sort of thing with the Quantum Realm and Scott in there too because that, that pretty much ties the last two movies together leading into Avengers 4. So I'm going uh, 10 out of 10 for this.
0: Yeah, I'm leaning at like a nine and a half to ten, just because like I know obviously she's gonna be such a game changer for Avengers in Avengers four, but like I'm just scared that they're gonna like op her character, or she's just gonna be like a one hitter quitter. Like she's gonna come to Thanos, uppercut him, and like game, and the, the day is over, everyone. Captain Marvel came in and she, you know, she knocked she knocked Thanos out of the out of the galaxy. The end. Like all that anticipation, all you needed was just Captain Marvel. Like I'm just hoping like the movie doesn't portray her as too much of a overpowered character that when you see her in Avengers it's just like, okay, well you don't need anyone else she can go ahead and do it herself so that's 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 my my uh, own little hesitation I, I, to, I, yeah. to to the movie um, but other than that I'm always, I'm always up for a Marvel movie
1: yeah, I could kind of see where they they would be hesitant to have her as part of the team at first, uh, and you could get you would get like a little thing like in the first Avengers where where uh, Thor and Captain America and, and Iron Man were fighting, you know. So you, you could kind of see the little bit of a hesitation. So I, I think that'd be cool to see. To plus, I, I mean, it it was in the Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Cartoon where she did take on most of the Avengers just to prove her worth. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I think that'd be pretty pretty cool to see just some of the infighting a little bit. So. Yeah, nobody
2: wants to see her come in like Ronnie from the Jersey Shore and just knock that dude out with one punch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the one hitter quitter. You got some? Yeah, you got somebody hitting on Sammy's sweetheart, and he comes in one shot, son, one shot. Nobody wants that. Ron, stop! Stop!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like how we fit in a jersey shore uh reference into this show <laughs> um anyways on to the next uh, next bit of news um disney streaming is developing we're talking about developing a loki and scarlet witch show for their for the streaming services that will be released out next year um how do you guys feel about a show or not it's not gonna be one show each will have their own show a show with Loki that will focus on Loki and will focus on Scarlet Witch. Like these are going to be obviously prequels to what we had seen them prior, right?
2: Are they? Ooh. I don't know. I I mean maybe 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 Loki's, Loki's not Loki's come again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Loki's come back from the dead before, so why not? So then you're going to be you're, you're but you're going to be banking
0: in that you're going to get Tom Hiddleston to be playing Loki. Right, because if you don't get them, then it's just like it just looks weird. It looks like Omar Epps, but is it now Willie Mays Hayes again? And now bambooz trying to bamboozle the audience, thinking that Wesley Snipes is a real. No,
2: stop it. No,
0: go. That's
2: (laughs) does not work. Absolutely not. I think you're you're. It's going to be contingent on having Hiddleston and Olsen for both of those shows because they're at this point they become sort of iconic characters from being in these movies and. How low rent would it be if they tried to recast at this point? Like, that would be such a red flag. And honestly, what are those guys doing where they wouldn't be able to make it happen? Like, it's Disney money. It's reprising roles that they, I'm sure, enjoy doing. And I, let's face it, both of them, are, I think, are very talented. But neither one of them are having careers that are taking off like a rocket ship and they can't. And they're just dying to get away from these characters and the back, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, I see. What, yeah, I guess what you're saying, like they they don't have a very full uh, you know, schedule on their slate. I I just I, I just find it like hard to believe that like, two two people that are like you know mostly known for having being on the uh, big screen will take a step back to go go back on the small screen, and for actually something that's going to be only on a streaming service too. So it's not like it's going to be content that's going to be available to everyone. It's just who's willing to pay. Uh, I mean, obviously, I
2: th- that's true. But from what I've seen, this service is going to be less expensive than Netflix, which it should be because the amount of content is going to be significantly less. But when you think about the Marvel fans, the Star Wars fans, like people who just like Disney in general, I think the streaming service is going to be a hit. Like, I think most people that are opting out of cable and sort of moving to this on demand over the top thing the Disney service is going to be. One of the main, it'll be right there with Netflix and Hulu as sort of the, you know, reasonable $10 a month type option to have so many, you know, different um, options that were previously available on those platforms and now they're not anymore. Um, I think there's going to be plenty of eyeballs on that thing. And uh, I, I think it's a good way to look at it as just like you, you could have a Loki movie, which requires heavily on an amazing script and lots of cameos from other Heroes, because really, the, and Scarlet Witch, actually, they're both sort of secondary characters. They have their niche, they have their place in the universe, but Loki is so much better playing off of Thor and Hulk and other characters. So, do you want to watch a, a movie about him? I don't know. You stretch it out over 10 episodes and give it some time to breathe? I think it's, and put it on the small screen. I think that's uh, probably just as fulfilling for the actor to do. At least that would be my guess. I want to
0: see Loki go back to Sakar. And I want to see him like uh, take on the Grandmaster for for supremacy. There you go. I watch that <laughs> because that was his whole plan. He was telling Thor like, going, "What do you, you just have to wait here a couple, you know, a couple months? You know, the Grandmaster. Something unfortunately, you know, happens to him, and then me and you, boop, boop, boop. you know, i I'd, I'd like to see him go back to that. That'd be great. Scarlet Witch. I mean." <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you can't do too much of a prequel with her because you do a prequel with her, then you're trying to bring back also her brother, who, you know, uh, Quicksilver passed away in in the movie in uh, Age of Ultron. So you try and do, and most of her life she was actually just a regular a regular child until uh, Baron Von Strucker got a hold of them and started using you know experimenting on them, and then you know they then got their powers. So there isn't a, there isn't a big window for her, her for her to have a prequel story, but if you uh, let's see here, sorry about that. Um, I'm trying to there. What's this? Um, I'm gonna edit this out, right, Anthony? I got a... Uh, Loki seeing a Loki series. Like you said, he needs to play off Thor because you wouldn't see. I can't find myself gravitating to a series where I'm going to be watching someone who's always conniving or sneaky. You know, being so sneaky with, with, you know, with his approach and stuff. It just doesn't doesn't do so much for me. Plus, you know, obviously Asgard is gone, so he's just going to be a galaxy traveler or going just to the different realms out there. Will he go back to what, Jotunheim and?
1: Uh assume his uh role as a king. So um Uh I I'm i more, more interested in more of Scarlet Witch, uh for obvious reasons. Uh the, <laughs> just because the, the oh, yeah. outfit is pretty cool. No. <laughs> the um I, I think it's compelling enough to where these names are familiar to everybody, but they could probably open up to further series to other other characters potential series within the the small screen universe now and um the loki one isn't is is intriguing enough but i i kind of want to see more of scarlet because just because scarlet Witch i'm not completely too completely familiar with as far as origins and and uh like how she got her powers or or the the whole thing about Scarlet Witch. So I think it's it's pretty cool that they're leading off their television series with these, and then it shouldn't be too much too big of a budget because I know the John Favreau Star Wars series is going to be that that's already eating up a hundred million, and then you have all the all the movies that they're investing in they're, that's eating up quite a bit of money. So it's uh, it, I, I guess we just have to wait to see. What what happens and the stories that we're going to see and yeah well so Vince you think
2: if you you were saying before you think they might be prequel series because you know you figured here's where we are in the MCU timeline that it's probably not going to be current so if we do like a young Scarlet Witch chronicles or something um, I think it'd be cool if you bring Quicksilver back I think that makes it kind of interesting because that was a character that I really liked that I don't think we got enough screen time with.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only problem with the Scarlet Witch prequel is like the MCU. They obviously Scarlet Witch is actually a mutant, right? She's in the comic lore. She is the child of Magneto, so mutants, mutants. In the MCU, they don't have that uh, leisure to to use that because of you know for obvious reasons. Um, Yes. So they were able to work around it by calling them like it was Age of Miracles, because Baron von Strucker had tested, tested on them. And if you're going to do a prequel to, for a Scarlet Witch show, it's it's it'd be kind of hard because it'd be everything up to the point of Age of Ultron, in which there was nothing I saw in her story, in her backstory that was going to be too interesting, except for the fact that. Uh, Tony Stark's, you know, missile had landed in her apartment, killing her family except for her and her brother and they were tormented for days because it just saw that, you know, the, the Stark Industries missile right in front of them, not going off. And then after that, it just takes off from them, you know, being uh, you know, whisked away by Baron Von Strucker. I mean, God knows how, how long or when he recruited them to to be a uh, part of uh, HYDRA. But still, I don't think it's long enough for them to to make this show to make a, a real full on series. If you do it like a one year, like a one season type deal, maybe you could. Um, but even then, well, that's the way I
2: kind of see these. Do you? Do you not, I I was seeing these as sort of self contained. Here's like an arc, a story about this oh, yeah. character, yeah. and then you sort of move on to another character. You do one season right. of this, and
1: then. Let- like those did, one shots, right? Like, like limit, like limited series, pretty much, and it just leads to, like, if if the fans are clamoring for another series, then it's kind of like what how the BBC does it, and and then how Netflix is doing it nowadays. Yeah, totally. Where, it's like
2: Lonesome yeah. Dove or Roots or whatever. Oh yeah, you do a yeah. special TV event, and it's on for you know, in this case, probably ten episodes, and then and then you yeah. move along to the to the next thing. I don't know. But Vince, also, you're not realizing you can retcon anything in this world at this point because you have reality stones you can, oh i don't know they're they they she has been whisked away to a, a another realm or some shit some alternate timeline or something <laughs> where she's living in the wild west with her powers and she has to hide them or else they'll call her a witch they'll, 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 they'll put, put her a big red a on her chest or some shit i don't know they could be anything you could put her in any any it should be some part of the salem witch trials i don't know it could be that's anything. True. You're, you're, you're I'm very, on board. You're
0: very, very true. Uh, you know, very correct about that. That, that point uh,
2: gives them lots of options. But
0: I mean, all right, if we're gonna yeah. go in the realm, uh, in the world of like the uh, Infinity Stones and everything, Kevin Feige has been greenlit to oversee the X-Men franchise because that is something that's gonna be uh, now under the Marvel Mouse House of Mouse uh, MCU. Uh,
2: Thank God, it's about time.
0: Yeah. What What do you guys think? I, I'm thinking like, cause like there are like a million things that go through my mind when I hear that Kevin Feige is going to take over, which, you know, I find it to be a good thing because he's, he did wonders for the Avengers and, you know, the MCU and all all his characters. I, I think he can do it again with, with the X-Men franchise. I'm just wondering if now they'll just to go ahead and do soft reboots across the board. Um, what happens to, like, the, the, new, the new Mutants movie that was supposed to be out this year... But it's no longer. It was pushed back until next year, I think, uh, Valentine's Day. And then you have an X Force movie that's in the that's in the pipeline, along with a multiple man movie that's supposed to star James Franco. Uh, where, where 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 are we seeing? Where, where are we at here? Does Kevin Feige just say wipe those things uh, off off the off the list, or were those things that for Fox says like no, these are to be retroactive? Like these are still under us because we had. Already put these all into development. Anything you know, MCU from beyond here is all you. But you guys won't touch touch these these properties.
1: Oh, no, what from what I read is, is that he'll actually be looking after those two, but allowing them to have their own creative control as far as where where those the, the direction of those were to, headed to. And so there's probably some way that you that he would probably because if he's gonna be overlooking the X, I mean they gave him they gave him uh, full control of of all the Marvel properties. so that includes Fantastic Four as well. Yeah so i'm thinking that that um if uh, Feige was smart that the money's already been spent for all the pre-production and you just kind of steer into it and just provide little notes here and there and somehow tie it into the whole thing that way you're not having to go back uh and because they've i mean they're clearly having to do that for guardians 3 already so he just he he said he's just gonna let them do the thing like with Deadpool for instance he's already said that he's he's uh uh he only has just an eye on it he doesn't have full hands on it because he likes what they're doing and he's just gonna let let Deadpool and the X Force do their own thing so okay well then there's
0: the X Men movies because yeah. we're still we still have a uh the third we still have yeah, Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. next year uh will we will we see will we see him do a reboot to X Men then.
1: I don't know if a, if a reboot, but you, you just start popping these characters up, You're just having, like you were saying, just you know how Spider Man was introduced, yeah. in in a Captain America movie, you just would just can can just continue that trend, and then that way it segues into another movie, where you would I I, I think if anything, they because they have Spider Man, uh, with the deal with Sony. You kind of just segue that into having uh, Spider-Man and, and Fantastic Four, and just have finally just have a Fantastic Four movie done right first, because because uh, I think X-Men with anything X-Men right at this point, especially under Disney's banner, you can There's nothing you could do wrong. So if if they can figure out how to get out of the hole that that Fox put Fantastic Four in, and you you give that proper attention then you can start getting okay let's get the x-men into this too because there you go then then you have your your ultimate next phase already figured out
2: well that gives them the opportunity also to sprinkle some of that mcu dust all over those x-men movies change the tone a little bit and uh and really you can i think incorporate those same characters into that world pretty seamlessly but they the the last it was X-Men Apocalypse was that the last yeah it was the
0: latest one, one.
2: I think they missed on that one so, tonally so much and it was just it was something that I was actually looking forward to because I I'd sort of liked the direction of those X-Men movies they were a little bit a little bit of humor mixed in. but that one got so dark and so sort of heavy but also I didn't totally care about the villain so I'm like it felt so melodramatic like I think they need to I think by folding them into the MCU gives them a perfect opportunity to sort of reboot without rebooting. You know, you can keep the casting basically the same, but it gives a whole new opportunity to showcase those characters in a, uh, in a more pleasing fashion for the
0: audience. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, Feige has quite the track record already. I'm sure, I'm sure whatever he takes over for X-Men, you know, he'll, he'll turn into gold who he has like the Midas touch. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that they don't try and do a reboot so soon or anything like that, and I'm hoping that Anthony, you're right, that they will just you know work work in the characters through various other movies before they start giving their own own movies. Or like Jeremiah said, like they're reality stones now, so things can happen. Anything can happen. Like, our reality has changed now because now we live in a world where there are these uh, you know so called mutants walking around. Uh, they're not just people that are like enhanced, but these are people that were born genetically with a, uh, you know, an extra gene or you know, whatever uh, Alright All
1: right. And I, th- I think the fact that you already have Doctor Strange with, with the different realms and the, the alternate realities mm-hmm. and, and Ant-Man kind of sets the stage for that where it expl- totally explains away, oh, how come these people weren't here before? So, there, I I know there's that there's there's that route, but it'll just be if if they're going for for building it up slowly and and going that route, I I um I'm my votes for actually seeing Fantastic Four into it first, or at least one of the guys from like Mr. Fantastic, for instance, just having him f- brought into a, another character's movie. I think that would be a great segue. Yeah,
0: yeah, I t- I totally agree. Um... Yeah, just just a, just a, just a slight nod, um, just no, you know, letting the audience know that yes, we know that the Sky will in the universe. Here he is, just as a, you know, as a uh, as a nod to you, a nod to you all. Um, stay tuned, and we you know we'll have something more more in store. Um,
2: you can retcon away, buddy. Anything is possible. Anything. You do whatever you want. <laughs>
1: um, like Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Uh, uh, Well,
0: quick, we'll just take a a quick break, and we will be right back. Hey, Anthony, did you hear we're on Stitcher now?
1: Uh, I didn't realize we were so popular with the knitting and sewing community. Oh, my God. Was
0: that another dad joke? Or was this you
1: dumb maybe just a little bit of both
0: oh god okay well i'll let that one pass i'll go ahead and drop a little knowledge on you based on the wikipedia page stitcher is an on-demand internet radio service that focuses on news and information radio and podcasts it provides free online streaming through their website and on mobile applications on androids blackberries blackberries what blackberries are those even still around i don't know man that's weird oh, oh my god okay well Blackberries and iPhone. It's been described as the most popular alternative to the default Apple Podcast app as of
1: 2016. Oh, that's Stitcher. Stitcher Radio. It's where you can get the freshest episodes of your favorite podcast and radio shows streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. From NPR's Fresh Air to Adam Carolla, WNYC's Radio Lab to The Wall Street Journal, Rush Limbaugh to Rachel Maddow, and even our show, Keeping It Nerd. Stitcher organizes and delivers the world of talk radio fresh daily. Listen whenever and wherever you want. Listen to over 65,000 radio shows and podcasts
0: on your iPhone, iPad, Android, or PC anytime, anywhere. Find Keeping It Nerd Nerd on on Stitcher Stitcher Radio Radio today. today or tonight if you're listening at night.
1: Or in the wee hours of the morning if you happen to be waiting for our podcast feed to refresh as we upload this current episode.
0: And now, on with the show!
1: Stay tuned. More keeping it nerd on the way.
0: And the next, the next thing actually, uh, on the list is what we talked about last week. Uh, you know, we we talked about the Joker, the Joker movie having a you know just just some stills were released, and you were just kind of like a little bit lackluster, just plain generic shots of Joaquin Phoenix dressed as the Joker, but in plain clothes, nothing too big. But then we got like some big, big 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 releases of what joaquin phoenix looks like with joker makeup and like a full-on like joker um outfit um you guys catch the the two clips that, that we're going we're to we're be talking about obviously yeah right
1: see. yeah i thought that was pretty cool someone pointed out someone on reddit pointed out that they, they put heath ledger's joker on one side and they put Joaquin Phoenix's Joker on the other side and it says when uh, when you're facing against somebody who picks the same character as you and they have an alternate outfit it looks like that
0: <laughs> yeah I, I thought that little clip where um, you see Joaquin Phoenix just like in some sort of sound room um, and or sound stage you see lights just like uh, passing over his face like flickering and then you just slowly start seeing the image of a Joker, him in Joker makeup and then it just like flashes at the end and you see him in full on Joker makeup that gave me chills because I thought at first I was kind of like I was still up on the fence with this movie because I was like ah, I don't know where DC's headed. You know, they're making another uh, Joker movie but it's not with Jared Leto. They cut is all off and and I just it should be you know once again just an origin story where I'm like ah, I don't know if I need to see a Joker origin story but i just seeing this and they're going you know what this could be a great standalone you don't need to even know that he's a Joker right? Or he's the Joker. We could be, you know, a psychotic clown man, you know, a psychotic clown killer. And I'd be like, all right, I'll, I'll watch it. Seems, seems cool. Um, obviously, then they'll start dropping and things like Drenk off and that. Then they'll get me back into reality of like, going, oh, wait, no, this is supposed to be, you know, adapted from, you know, Batman, Batman Joker. Well, like I said, like when I saw that, that, that still of his face in that jo- uh, in that uh, clown makeup, I was going, ooh. That was like Heath Ledger-ish where I was like, going, oh, man, that, that's like sociopath. No type, you know big obviously look and I'm like all right, I g am I'm, I'm on board. I, I can I can stomach watching watching this movie.
1: <laughs> right. It and so I think the it's not the classic purple jacket look but i think that's that's probably a really a smart move at this point just because it's trying i think Todd Phillips is, is trying to differentiate this movie from the other jokers and who knows maybe this is just one of those things where maybe this is how the 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 whole joker character starts it's it's kind of time lordish or james bondish where where maybe the it's the mantle of the joker and it's not necessarily one person itself You know, because they actually gave Joaquin Phoenix a name, but you know that, and then there's you know there's Jack Napier from the Michael Keaton Batman, right? So I can't remember, I can't recall what the Joaquin Phoenix character's name is at the moment, but there's yeah, there you go. See, and so maybe maybe the whole idea is just the mantle of of the Joker, and so that's why he doesn't have a solid origin, because the Joker can be has been many people at this point. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: Jeremiah, what do you think of what you saw over this past weekend?
2: I like it. I I was sort of cautiously optimistic before I saw. We you know when we we're just looking at stills, yeah. but I uh, now seeing a little bit of live action. I'm um I'm much more intrigued than I was before because I'm sort of in the same boat as you when I heard they were doing it. I was like, why? What the fuck is the point of this movie at this point? Like it's too convoluted. There's too many conflicting storylines there's two they don't fit into the same universe there's no continuity um yeah i was sort of not about it but then when i saw the stills i was like all right maybe i mean i like joaquin phoenix it looks like a different take because the jared leto joker really turned me off i didn't have any i just i couldn't, couldn't get on board this one it i can i can very easily believe in it being a super watchable movie. And even if it's a standalone it has nothing to do with the rest of the universe. I think it's something that'll be an enjoyable, you know, hour and 50 minutes or whatever. And, uh, and it'll be, right. get and, in, get out. And I liked it and it was great and walk away from it, it.
1: Cause he has more of the traditional look. And I think that's what I, that's what I'm more drawn to the traditional Joker look as opposed to the, this new age or this emo version of the Joker that Jared Leto is playing. But it, it kind of does lend itself to the idea that maybe it's the ma- the whole idea of the mantle of the Joker, and, and it's just it just gets passed down, or people just take up being like, oh, I'm gonna be this thing, like now. a copycat, right? So,
0: so yeah, um, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, Rudy. Hopefully, you know, this one pans out for everyone, right? <laughs> um, you know, he's such a great sport. Thank you, Rudy, for, for putting a this. It's the constant DC it's a crap fashion that I usually do, but I don't mean it. Uh, all fun and games. Except for except for Superman. Uh what was it? The fifth fourth one. When he feet, you know, goes against son, the sun the sun the sun superhero. Or I'm sorry, Sun Villain. Remember his damn
1: name. Oh god. Um Was that the Richard Pryor one? No, no, no. I I, I actually No Richard Pryor one was three, yeah, I, right? I didn't mind the Richard Pryor one because I yeah. Richard Pryor on it. Yeah, I didn't mind
0: that one. <laughs> but um, anyways, back uh, back to the other two other uh, things that are on docket today. Um, PlayStation announced that it was going to it's going to go mini console, nostalgic on us, and they're going to be releasing the PlayStation One this holiday season, two thousand eighteen. It's going to be retail for a hundred dollars. I, I don't,
1: uh, it it's being officially dubbed as the PS One Classic. Yeah kind of kind of going on off of what, what nin, uh, Nintendo did a few years back yeah. and what they did last year with the Super Nintendo. So it's the... I don't know. I, I was mentioning it to Jeremiah before we started recording that... The five games that they've announced so far is is not is still not enough, and then who knows if they're going to be any Japanese or other country exclusives that they're going to have? That because I, I think that that was one of the big draws for Nintendo and the SNES is that they released games that hadn't been previously released in North America before.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. You know what they also did though. They also did really release like a pretty good like like. I would say most of the games that people would be looking for, they would be able to find. Like, it's going to have Super Mario Brothers. It's going to have Legend of Zelda. Like, it's going to have, like, the heavy hitters from a nostalgic point of view. But if you're looking at the PlayStation 1, of the five, I guess Final Fantasy VII is sort of a big name. But although I'm not too much into RPGs, so that didn't do anything for me, but I know some people will look back fondly at that and see that it's like, you have to have it. This guy right here. Besides that, yeah, 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 totally. No, I'm, I believe it, for sure. Um, but I was looking at it, and it is going to be the PS1, so the controllers, it's just going to have the directional pad, right? It's not going to have the, the analog stick. So it's going to be older versions, I think, or at least games that don't rely on the analog stick at all. So you're going to be having sort of those, really those first iteration of, of PlayStation games. I don't know. First of all, I don't think 20 games is enough. And also I don't even know if there's more than 20 games that I would want for a
1: $100.
0: What? You don't want to play moment. Crash Bandicoot? Crash Bandicoot 2? Yeah. Tomb Raider? Yeah, right.
1: exactly. Mm. Dude, I could exactly. play that on Uncharted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, I mean, and it's and it's coming out at a price tag at
2: $100. That's the thing for me that it's, like, kind of hard to swallow. Like, I don't know. PlayStation was, at the time, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved PlayStation when it first came out. But it seems so dated to me. Like, with the Nintendo, with the Super Nintendo, like, of course, it's not the same type of graphics we're dealing with now. But there was an art to it. it seeing these, like, games that are just, like, poorly rendered, like, polygons, like the... It's just, it's not, like there's nothing like cool about it. Like it doesn't have the nostalgia factor for me and it also doesn't have the cool factor of something new. It feels like it's lost in this middle ground where like I might play it for 10 minutes at somebody's house at, on Christmas or whatever and then I would definitely never play it again. I would jump right back into grabbing my NES before I got the PlayStation on guarantee.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have mm-hmm. the, the charm. Like you're saying, it's something where I think it's still too soon for me to be like going, oh, do I need have a PS1? Like, I mean, I know we're already on the, the PS4, so it's like three, four generations away away from the first one. I'm like, mm, but why would I want to play a game that's like poor in graphics? Like, yeah, I, I could take a step back playing an NES, a Super NES, because those were, they're 8-bit, there, and they're like far, far removed from what we're playing now, so I don't mind I mean, once again, playing the you know uh, Super Mario Brothers, and once again, they have the big the big library of big names. Yeah, yeah, except Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man, Metroid. Those were those are you know classic names. I said Crash Bandicoot for for PlayStation. You know, what I mean? eh, even that was just like I mean, okay, whatever. I like Final Fantasy. Don't get me wrong. I love I love I love playing that game. That's a great RPG game. But uh, like like if, Jeremiah said, like if you're not into RPGs, like I mean, that. It's not gonna be something that's gonna be a big pull for you. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. wants to play Ridge Racer. You no, know, who wants to play? And who wants to play Tomb Raider? The first one.
1: It's like it's it, especially when when this current iteration of Tomb Raider has been excellent, yes. and you and it you're gonna have to be you're gonna have to go back to the polygon Tomb Raider where it was just kind of rough to there play. So, yeah. I, I, I think um, it, I think
0: it's just I think it was too soon. I think Sony is um they just they're trying to write on the whole Nintendo uh coattails saying, so, Oh look, they'll be you know, they'll the nostalgia thing and look at look at the kind of like hell they raised the last two years. Uh, you know, with their classic systems. Like we could probably do the same thing. I'm like, no you can't.
2: Just stop. I mean, I totally don't blame them for doing it, but I'm certainly not going to be one of the people lining up to buy them, that's for sure. I think that's going to be one of those things this year where they announce it. it. It's a huge deal for like the first week, and when all the scalpers go out and buy them all up, they're going to st- get stuck with inventory on their hands. I, my prediction, you're going to be able to buy these things on eBay in January for like $49, because I think there's just, <laughs> the market's going to be flooded with them, and there just won't be the demand that Sony's hoping be.
1: Yeah, Right and and there are already a, a ton of retro consoles out there. There's the Mega Drive that that Sega released earlier this year and then Atari is releasing their machine, their their classic machine next next summer. I want not say June or July, but it's uh I think at this point it's already we're in a a market of nostalgic games where it's already kind of saturated. And so yeah, I mean I I don't I, I see what, what they're trying to do. They're just trying to give us something that a, a little toy that in between perhaps this and the announcement of the PlayStation Five. But I'd, I'd rather just keep going, moving forward and then just keep my nostalgia with Nintendo. Yeah,
2: that's that's
0: I think that's that's why I keep it too. I just I stick I with Nintendo. Um, other than uh, other than that, uh, you news. Know, there's, there's one last piece. Uh, here, obviously, last week, the big, big, big news in the tech world, a new iPhone released. Jeremiah, I know you used to uh, used to be down here, you see the big lines on university and, you know, at the, at the uh, iPhone, at the Apple Store, I mean.
2: Oh, my God. So ridiculous.
0: And I work around that area, and, and once I, I saw... Big, crap, big mob right in front of the uh, Apple store. But I did see Tim Cook, so that was pretty cool. Um,
2: oh, did any money fall out of his of
1: pocket? The gold, bar, <laughs> did. <A> gold <laughs> bar did, but then he picked it up right away. It was probably... It was. Oh, this is my chocolate bar. Just in gold wrapping. My paperweight fell out.
0: So, there'll be another iPhone releases and... I just I don't I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand the big, the hype. Do you? Is it is it even worth the hype anymore? Like when these phones get released, I'm not just like picking an iPhone, like Galaxy. You know, Samsung does it too. Like every year they'll, they'll come out with a new one, and then it just gets. You know, like is it even worth like having to get you know, like oh I need to get the new new iPhone or I need to get the new, you know, Galaxy, especially with the price tags that are that are coming along with these things. Is it? Is it worth it? What do do, do you guys look for? Is it worth
1: it? Let me work it. (laughs) Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, Jeremiah, I don't know, because you you still use iPhone, right, Jeremiah? I do. I've never
2: been too loyal to either company. Like, I've had a litany of phones in the past. and Actually, Hmm. I loved my Galaxy Note. Actually, all the notes. Like, I, I went from the first note through the fourth one. And then when I had to take a flight in 2016 and they told me that I couldn't get on the plane with that thing because it was going <laughs> to catch my my man parts on fire if it was in my pocket up in the air, um, I had to go and switch to the iPhone. So I've had the iPhone 6S Plus now for two years, basically exactly two years. And
0: yeah, it's totally fine.
2: I like it. I can't imagine... Now going out and saying I have to get the next one that's eleven hundred dollars. I just Jeez. can't imagine that that the new phone is going to be significantly better than what I have. A new phone. <laughs>
0: how, how how often do and you guys? To me, totally sure. not worth it. How often do you guys? Um, like, what 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 would be the reason why you'd be getting a new phone? Is it because like you're like three four generations away already, and like all right, it's time for a new phone, or like.
2: Well, for me, it's when Apple ensures that the battery stops working, and I'm forced to get a new phone. So I sh- I'm not too far away from that happening. I'm sure. Actually, they're probably going to hear this. Big Brother's going to hear this, and and all of a sudden, my phone's going to die tomorrow. I can almost hear
1: it. Oh, man it, it it's like that that scene in unbreakable kimmy schmidt where where the guy goes oh yeah by the way the new iphone is coming out today and and his iphone literally breaks in his hand and it falls apart in the, <laughs> in the six different pieces
2: <laughs> that is exactly true vince your yeah. little your little brush with uh fame there tim cook he was actually he, he implanted you with a device. You didn't know this happened, but he, he passed on a device that's going to sabotage all of our phones during this recording. So
0: oh, I
1: mean, Thanks he's, a lot, he's, bro. He's like, the, he's like the Typhoid Mary of tech devices. I'm a sleeper <laughs> agent, and I just basically you know yeah. release a viral... You've just been activated. Exactly. <laughs> I,
0: just, I, just, I just release a, viral, a virus into your phone, and in less than 24 hours, my friend, you will be in line at the Apple store getting yourself a new iPhone. You're welcome.
2: I cannot imagine anything I would want to do less than stand out in the middle of the night with all of these other people waiting to get, like, just lining up to give all their money to Apple. Mm-hmm. For for what? Like, I, th- maybe this new version of the phone does something amazing. The previous versions didn't. I haven't seen that. Like, do you guys really love the idea of being a talking emoji? I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, like I can't yeah,
0: justify it. It's- <laughs> you don't want to pay twelve hundred dollars to be to be a talking koala. Well, That's to you, sir.
1: I, 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 to me, that that's insane. The fact that yeah uh, i remember a few years ago when i cuz i used to be an iphone user too and when i got the iphone 6 and that was back in 20 2014 i think the the most i paid for it was about 450 500, right? and so the fact that you're the base model of these current this current iPhone that had just come out. The base model is you're you're, you're sitting at eleven hundred dollars or twelve hundred dollars, and then you have to get accessories and a screen protector or a case because you're not going to want to drop that eleven hundred dollar phone on the floor and have the screen crack right away. It's just to me, I think this it's, it's it's insane how expensive these phones are getting.
2: Now, don't get me wrong; it's amazing to have the entire universe of information on a screen in my pocket like that that is amazing but (laughs) i don't think that the price is justifiable and uh yeah it's kind of absurd that apple is going to come out with a new phone basically every nine months at this point without making any significant upgrades like i think that was the biggest thing that we're missing now um with steve jobs since his passing is that they haven't had any true innovation where From the beginning, from the iPhone 1, it was one innovation after another with something you've never seen with cell phones. Because I remember having a Sony Ericsson cell phone in, like, whatever, 2001 or something, where I had to plug a camera into the bottom. And it had a color screen, but the screen was, like, (laughs) one inch by one inch. And I'm like, check out my phone. It's the coolest shit ever. And, like, looking back on it now, it's like, God, what a joke that was and then but since the innovation of the iphone it completely revolutionized like we have supercomputers in our pocket like it's amazing yeah that being said come out with something new if you're going to try to charge me basically double for the same phone with a slightly faster processor maybe a better camera but you're literally going to charge like double from what it was two years ago or three years ago get the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I i think with um with me that was one of the sticking points or one, one of the big things for me to switch over because i i had just recently got the samsung i got the A- s8 actually because i i just did my research and then they're they said that there wasn't too much too much of a difference between this year's model and last year's model, except the the camera might be slightly better. And so I just went with the bargain, and it I just happened to be at the Best Buy, and it was only about three hundred and fifty dollars at the time. And so, and so it was just kind of a no brainer to me that that I can get uh, something that's just as powerful as the current generation of iPhone, uh, and and even the current generation of Samsung with that at that price point and so that's that's pretty much the reason why i go okay i'm i'm in i'm just gonna do this here's my phone bam, bam that's it it's like ripping off a band-aid right yeah <laughs> if this
2: iphone doesn't come with a fucking drone that i can send up into space to do whatever nonsense i want to do with it i'm not paying that much money.
0: Sorry. <laughs> you want it to you want like little extremities to go out of it and start walking around with you like or sit on your shoulder if i right. can't
2: if, if i don't have a robot friend that flies up into the sky <laughs> that i control from this device that i could send to sit in the room with you guys and record live virtually from arizona like now we're talking now we're talking.
1: Yeah. Right, and then I I think the the main point of that is that as long as it, it it has to make you bologna sandwiches as well with the with the proper miracle whip and then bam twelve hundred dollars take it.
2: I will smash that phone into pieces myself if it tries to come back with that.
1: <laughs> sandwiches
0: uh,
2: for eleven hundred dollars if it doesn't come back with a turkey club
0: <laughs> with, with 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 avocado right.
2: Actually, not an avocado oh. fan. I know. Don't at me. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't don't at, don't at me, bro.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's been uh, it's been great talking to you guys about about last week's uh, nerd news. Uh, Anthony, uh, where can everyone find you? Besides your living room, you can find me at.
1: Right, you can find me at percent on almost anything. Uh, hit me up on on the Instagram. I think that's my only social network that I'm I'm really I'm not even super active on it, but I'll check it maybe once a day for sure. And so hit me up on there if you want, and then you could always uh, hit me up on here. Vince Vince is gonna provide the email address. So don't don't I mean uh, listen for that. And Jeremiah, where can people find you?
2: Uh, xjdmcx, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, good time, boys. Next week, same bad time, same bad channel, of
0: course. Every yes. time, uh, everyone, <laughs> please thank you again for listening to uh, listen to us and inviting us into your cars, your homes, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can find us at keeping it nerd on basically all the socials, um, mostly Instagram. Uh, you can email us at keeping nerd podcast at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, like, subscribe to uh, the podcast. We always like listening from you. We always like seeing you guys. And, we a thumbs and, up and comment. comment. I'm sorry. Yes. Don't forget comment, the comment. comment. <laughs> yes. Comment. <laughs> comment. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can always find me, uh, 9 on Instagram. Uh, VMSI09 on a very rarely used Twitter. Uh,
1: and as always... Dude, and, you, and, you, and we could actually do, like, legit outs now, because they actually did, a, did the theme song, but, um shout out to Game Boy Jones and Caliber Beats exactly big shout out
0: yeah. to them once again we're gonna, we're gonna shout them out for most of the year for every time Game Boy Jones and Caliber Beats uh, thank you once again for providing us with a great intro uh, and uh, as always keep it real and
3: keep it nerd keep it nerd keep it nerd what's the hot best you don't need your eyes just put down your contacts Growing up cuz you know we got a bomb cast it and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast keep it nerd keep it nerd what's the hot facts? you don't need your eyes just put down your contacts Growing up cuz you know we got a bomb cast it and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast keep it nerd number one podcast